Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is your host, Bryn Hetland, and you are listening to the Be Happy Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I am so sorry it took me so long to get another pod out. I have just been busy, and that's going to be my excuse from here on out, is I'm busy, and I can't always get to recording. I actually had an episode recorded about um, kind of, I guess, how to build self-love in a relationship or how it's so hard to build confidence and self-love within a relationship, but I hated the episode. I had no direction, so I scratched it. It's gone, deleted. We will never see it again, but I am coming to you with a different topic today. Um, Still around confidence, self-love, obviously. That's what this whole podcast is about. Um, And I will get to how being in a relationship and working on confidence and growing within yourself is still hard. I will come up with that episode. I just need to think about it a little more. Um, But today, I want to talk about, like, my idea of what confidence is or what self-love is. Um, I really do think everyone has their own kind of, you know, verbiage or understanding of what self-love means to them or what confidence means to them. Um, so I kind of today sat down and rat, rat down, I wrote down some of my um, top thoughts of what I believe self-love and confidence are. Um, the first thing is I believe self-love and confidence go hand in hand together. Um in all reality, you can't have confidence without self-love because in order to become confident, you have to start loving yourself and loving all you for everything you are, imperfections, flaws, everything. So self-love and confidence definitely go hand in hand together. That was my first, you know, bullet point and I really think that's the most important because just like I said, you can't have one without the other. And in order to fully develop your confidence and your self-love, you have to work on both constantly and just as much as the other. So that is the first bullet. Um, The next is keeping promises to yourself. Now, I mean this so wholeheartedly. You have to keep your promises to yourself more than you have to keep promises to other people in your life. I don't care if it's your grandma, it's your boyfriend, your mom your best friend, they come second to you. So you have to keep your promises to yourself in order for you to be able to keep promises to other people and be confident that you can keep promises to other people. These promises to yourself can be as small as, I'm going to drink half a gallon of water today. Drink that half a gallon of water today because that is giving you that extra little bit of confidence, that extra little notch that's going to help you in the long run, build your confidence. Other things could be like, I'm going to wake up and go to the gym tomorrow. Keep that promise to yourself. Like all the little things that you say throughout the day, I'm going to start my fitness journey today. I can be the first one to tell you, I didn't start my fitness journey today like I said I was going to a million times. I have now, after the last probably around eight months, really dove into health and fitness and really being conscious of what I'm putting into my body and working out and moving my body daily so that I am healthy. I feel good. My body feels good. But 
before I actually started putting that effort into myself and keeping the promises to myself of, okay, I'm going to wake up early. I'm going to the gym before work because I know if I don't go before work, I'm not going after. And I'm going to meal prep every Sunday because I know if I don't meal prep on Sunday, it's not going to happen Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. And definitely not Friday or Saturday because those are the, the fun days, right? So before I actually stayed consistent with it, I became very self-conscious. I lacked a lot of confidence. Um, I obviously gained weight because I started eating my feelings and emotions and almost feeling like I ate that guilt of not working out and not sticking to my promise to myself. So keeping your promise to yourself is very, very important. It will help you in the long run. Little steps are the biggest um, game changers when it comes to building confidence and growing your self-love. Um, so yeah, there is the next step, I guess, or next bullet, I guess I should say. Next is moving your body daily. I used to think that you can work out three to four times a week, have a mediocre work, mediocre, sorry, mediocre workout, and then just be a couch potato the rest of the week, not get hardly any steps in, maybe 3,000, 4,000 if you're lucky, um, and just really be lazy the other four, four, three to four days of the week, depending on how much I was working out. And it really doesn't help you in the long run. Your body definitely feels it. Um, I can tell you the difference of me working out or moving my body for I don't know, 15 minutes a day compared to going and being couch potato three to four days a week. It has more energy all days and it my energy lasts longer throughout the day. I don't get so tired from just doing nothing because my body is just trained, was trained to like sit there and do nothing. So moving your body daily and that also goes with like seeing what you're capable of, seeing what your body is capable of, seeing that you can walk a mile, you can lift X amount of weights, you can run three miles, you can do this, you can, it can be little things like doing yoga or just like I said, going for a walk. It can be a lot of different things. Movement doesn't have to be strenuous exercise, but moving your body daily and getting up and active is very, very important for your confidence and your self-love. You will feel better. And when you feel good, this, I say this all the time, feel good, work good, or feel good. You just do things so much better because you feel so good within yourself. Next, I have journaling your emotions, thoughts, and feelings. Um, I like to start my day by kind of just planning the day a little bit, just writing about, you know, what I want to accomplish that day, maybe a gratitude here and there, um, and I try to write at least one positive affirmation or manifestation each day, um, and then so that's just kind of like my morning journaling, but at night, especially if I'm having a really rough day, Going and journaling before I go to bed really helps me shut that, like, light bulb off, shut that mental light bulb off, and I'm able to fall asleep faster, but 
it also helps me kind of sort out my feelings. So if I'm feeling just kind of, you know, sad one day and I'm writing about it and I can't quite come up with what exactly is making me feel sad, I keep trying to break it down further and further until I find the one little key thing that is making me sad and then I try to work on it or I try to release that feeling and understand that, you know, it's okay to feel that way, but we are going to move on now. You know, you can feel that feeling, but you got to move on. So I think journaling your thoughts and feelings and emotions really helps collect thoughts. It helps you to center yourself. It helps to almost understand yourself better because you have this dialogue in your head, but sometimes... It's so irrational that when you finally write it down, you're literally like, what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> why did I think that? I don't I don't understand why I thought this thought was rational or logical by any means. So journaling your emotions and thoughts can help you really wrap your head around what exactly you're thinking and feeling and kind of center you and just clear your mind before you go to bed or before any event thing you have to do, whatever it may be. Journaling is super important throughout the day or throughout the week. Sorry. Next is reading books to grow your mind. Um, I have picked this up a lot, especially in the last, I want to say four months. And I feel like I have grown so much from books. I mean, I've learned a lot. I've understood a lot more about myself because, you know, I'm reading books like Atomic Habits and um, I can't even think of any other ones right now, The 5am Club. And I'm learning a lot of things um, about myself or things that I can do to help better myself, to help make my confidence, building confidence journey easier or to help, you know, create steps or habits into my life that will benefit me in the long run and in the future and that will help me to live a healthier life, a happier life, you know. So I really think reading can help you grow a lot. You can learn a lot of new things. You can learn coping mechanisms. You can learn why you react a certain way. You can just hear other people's stories and feel like, okay, you know what? I'm not alone. I have this person that wrote a whole book about what they're going through. So I know my feelings aren't too big. I know what I'm feeling is valid, but learning from that book is going to be the most beneficial thing to you. So reading is very, very important when it comes to self-growth and confidence. I think that's one of the one of the most important things because you really get the perspective of other people and the knowledge of other people, whether it be doctors or someone who's really studied something or whatever it may be, you get the outside look of maybe why you're feeling a certain way or why you act differently towards different things and all that good stuff. So I highly, highly, highly recommend reading some like self-help books or confidence building books, whatever you need. Just read books that help grow your mind. Next is fueling your body with foods that make you feel good. So I have started the all-organic diet. Granted, I do slip up often, and I regret it every single time. My body lets me know that, you know, this doesn't feel good. I can't eat dairy. My stomach hurts 
incredibly bad after. So I choose to eat the food that I know won't make my stomach hurt, that I know will be satisfying to me. And, you know, it's really important to do that to yourself, to eat things that make you feel good, to eat things that don't make you sick, that don't make you, your stomach hurt or whatever it may be, give you a headache. There's so many reactions our body has to food that doesn't sit right with us. I don't want to say bad food, but just food that just doesn't agree with our body, I should say. Um, So fueling yourself with foods that do make you feel good, you're going to feel better throughout the day. You're going to have more energy when your body has the fuel and the nutrition. (laughs) Nutrition. Um, I can't find the word I'm thinking of right now, but When your body has like the vitamins and the minerals and all the things we get from food that it needs, you're going to have more energy. You're going to be happier. You're going to be able to get through the day without hitting that afternoon slump. And that is so, so important in self-love and confidence because it gives you that boost of, you know, I can do this. I can, I can manage what I put into my body or what I do to my body in order to build my confidence and my self-love so that is another one next is positive self-talk and affirmation I kind of already touched on this with journaling um but in the morning especially I really try to say positive affirmations to myself um that could be I am worthy I am accepting of love I'm beautiful, whatever it may be, they can be more in depth. They don't have to be so like cut to the chase like those. Um, But positive affirmations, although they sound silly, they work. Like they really truly do get your subconscious to realize like, I'm not a piece of garbage. I'm not fat. I'm not lacking in confidence. I'm not whatever your rational thoughts you may have. When you work on saying positive things to all your negative comments or saying positive affirmations to yourself daily, you will start to notice you start to actually think those things throughout the day. When you look in the mirror, you're not going to think, oh, I'm fat. You may look in the mirror and say, wow, my stomach looks really good today. Or look at the legs that hold up my body. Look what they can do. They can walk me miles if I wanted them to. They can walk me 10,000 steps a day, you know? It's very important to try to change your mindset with positive affirmation and changing your negative self-talk into positive self-talk. So if you have a moment where you're like thinking, oh, I feel like garbage today. I didn't do anything for myself. What a fat piece of shit. Immediately redirect that and say, no, you know what? Maybe I needed a break today. Maybe I can go for a walk and that will help me feel less guilty, but my body needs a break every once in a while. I'm still healthy. I still work hard. I still work out X amount of days a week or I still move my body. So trying to redirect your negative thought, that is a huge, huge, huge thing when it comes to building self-love and building your confidence. And lastly, I have setting boundaries. 
This could be very extreme boundaries, or this could just be learning to say no to something that doesn't suit your growth, that doesn't help you in your journey to self-confidence. So one of the big things for me right away was saying no to going to the bars with my boyfriend and his family or his friends, because that is the night that I would feel the most, I would lack the most confidence. I don't know how to say that. I don't know where that's coming from. My brain is like mush right now. Um, But like I would go out and I would drink and I would get bloated and I would look in the mirror and I would feel so crappy about myself. I would hate myself in the moment. I would look around and judge myself and compare myself to all the girls around me. Even if they like they weren't with us, I would just look at them from across the bar and be like, wow, I'm so ugly compared to her. Or look at her hair. My hair never looks like that. Or wow, she's so skinny. I could never have her her body. Things like that. And I had to start saying no to that until I was stronger, until after I worked on myself. So it's little boundaries, very little boundaries it can be. It can be saying no to staying up later than 8 30. That's one of my boundaries. I'm in bed by 8 30 sleeping by 9 and my boyfriend knows that. My family knows that. I like to go to bed early because I wake up very early. So that's another boundary of mine. Or it can be something you know within a bigger spectrum. Something with a relationship with a family member. What you let them say and what you don't let them say to you or how they treat you, or whatever it may be. There's so many ways you can set boundaries that will help your self-love and confidence. Setting those boundaries and holding yourself to them is one of the biggest confidence boosters I think there is. But not only that, you're removing some of the negative things or some of the toxic situations that do bring you down. And in the long run, that brings down your self-confidence and your love, your self-love, and you feel like you aren't as worthy. So setting boundaries is also super important when it comes to self-love and confidence because you are you know what you're capable of, you know that you can hold yourself to those boundaries and you can hold other people to your boundaries. And you're demanding the treatment and the talk and whatever it may be that you deserve because you are confident enough to know what you deserve. You're confident enough to remove yourself out of toxic situations or set boundaries and limits on certain people or certain things. And that is super, super important when it comes to self-confidence or self-love and confidence. I don't know why I keep saying self-confidence. I just keep meshing them together. Anyways, I really hope that my take on self-love and confidence was beneficial to you and maybe we have some of the same ideas um I would love to hear maybe what your thought of like self-love and confidence are do you think that they coincide with each other do you think that they really do go hand in hand um excuse me and I would also like to maybe we can all write down one positive affirmation that you say to yourself or that you would like to say to yourself You don't have to tell me whether you say it or you don't, um, but just one positive affirmation. um, And I think that would be really cool because then we can all kind of learn, you know, 
more ways to positively affirm ourselves. I guess that's how you would say it. And yeah, so I'm going to pull up one of my affirmations today. I got to find it. Okay, here it is. I fully approve of who I am, even as I get better. Again, that's I fully approve of who I am, even as I get better. So that, I think, really, really, really helps this episode or goes with this episode, I should say. Um, You can always be working on yourself. You can always be trying to get better and reach your goals and reach a higher self. But you still have to be content and happy and fully approve of who you are in this moment. Otherwise, you will never be able to get to that next step. You will never be able to reach your next goal or that next higher self. So fully approving of yourself, being accepting about who you are and what you have to offer and what you look like um, is super important. And I think that's something we can all work on. We're going to make that the positive affirmation of the week. Sorry, my father interrupted me. And my sister's dog is running down here, so I'm sure I'm going to get attacked in a second with cuddles and kisses. But uh, anyways, just to sum up and end this episode, um, I really do think self-love and confidence coincide with each other. And I really do think you have to work on both of them at the same time in order to grow, in order to build one or the other. And I really do think you have to work on it every single day, almost every single minute, because we have thoughts all the time. So you have to be constantly redirecting your thoughts or thinking positively or saying positive affirmations, whatever it may be. So that wraps up this week's episode. I hope I kind of encapsulated what I wanted to say. I kind of feel like I rambled on. I tend to do that. Um, But that's this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to comment your affirmation and whether you say it or not, and then we can all kind of use each other's affirmations. I think that would be so fun. And yeah, so don't forget to subscribe, leave a review so we can, you know, broaden our horizon with this podcast. And thank you so, so, so much for listening this week. And I will try to get an episode out way sooner than I did this time. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And thank you so much for listening.